Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us. This is Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews, and you've landed on the Friday 15, where every Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time, we answer the industry questions you have submitted. And this week, we have a co-host on. So we have Jennifer Dugan, the, the owner and founder of Dugan's Travel. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. How are you doing? Well, I'm very excited. It's Friday. Every Friday, 15 seems great because I'm like, I'm halfway through Friday and it's Friday. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, let's see. Before we get into questions, I just want to remind everybody, in case you've forgotten, Host Week is coming up on January 23rd. So not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. All week long, we have tons of stuff going on. There's exclusive specials. I think there's over like there's between like 30 and 40 right now. We have um, a lot of host agencies have put their specials through. Um, we have host interviews. So all week long, there's interviews with host agencies and their consortia, which is really exciting. And then we have tons and tons of free education. There's 20 plus education spots you can attend. So there's a lot of fun stuff. And we'll be making a fun announcement um, for a surprise project that host agency reviews has been working on. So yeah, and Jennifer, I know that you're going to be on host week and you have an interview. Do you know the date and time off the top of your head or the date? I, I don't. I okay. know it's coming up though. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up while I'm I'm on here so we can let everybody know because if you're um when you hear some of Jennifer's knowledge today, maybe you'll want to check out our host agency. So let me just take a peek. Um, oh, you're the first one on Wednesday. So Ooh. 23rd, 24th. So the 25th, and it'll be at 1 p.m. Central Time. Yep. Cool, cool. All right. Well, let's get into some of the questions that came in. So we have one from Kristen, and Kristen asks, can someone please help me with the instances, how often I should reach out to book clients? I have the payment reminder set and reminders about excursions, but I have my first real client going on a honeymoon next week, and I can't think of any other reason to reach out because they've booked their excursions and they paid in full a long time ago and they've booked the airport transfer. Um, she's going to recheck the COVID protocols. Uh, is there anything else should be, she should be asking them? Does anyone ever send travel tips for the Caribbean, like stay in the touristy areas or whatnot? So Jennifer, what are your thoughts on this? So a lot of our agents like to do a know before you go to kind of give them some tips because often that day of travel they're more in tune of what they need to know about and it's good to let them know what possibly could go wrong even um like what's going to happen if something goes wrong with their airline what should they do kind of tips like that mm -hmm. and since it's a honeymoon couple I would also reach out to the resort and find out if they'll do anything special for them. But also sometimes they need to see their marriage certificate to do those kind of things and really say that they're not just going on a regular trip. It's actually yeah. their honeymoon. So it's really good to reach out to the resort, see what they need. And maybe you'll need to reach out to them to get a copy of their marriage certificate before they go. And, you know, you're just really trying to make it so it's as smooth as possible. And, you know, don't worry about reaching out too much. It's but those last few days is when they're going to be excited and wanting to know. So if you've got a long time, don't worry about it. But just be good about reaching out right before they go. 
I, I agree because I know for even me, I'm a lot more receptive right before yeah. my trip because I'm so busy beforehand. It's like the day before suddenly I'm like, oh no, I, <laughs> I didn't realize I needed to like have this and this and this. So right. um, yeah. And some other ideas for you, Kristen, is um, on our, on the podcast. So in this podcast feed, um, we also do our travel agent chatter podcasts, which are kind of longer. They're hour long, usually interviews with advisors that are doing something different and have been really successful, kind of tells their story. And there's a couple that I think you might find interesting. So um, I'll, let me, let me share my screen really quick and I can um, show you where to find this on here. But there's a few that I, I think would be helpful for you. So if you go um, into our podcast section, this first one we did with Erica Carr with Book It Box Travel, she has, number one, it's a really cool, it's a really cool um, way she's designed her business because she sends a box about a week before they travel when they're getting really excited with things that are custom for the destination that they're going on. But she also has like she gives a lot of tips on the different things that she does before they go. So one of the things I thought was really cool that she does is the morning of their travel, she sends them um, a text message and gives them like a $10 however much would cover essentially a Starbucks coffee for them at oh. the airport for the people that are going on the trip. So she'll say, like, she'll surprise them and say, here's a coffee on me. Have a great trip this morning. Looks like your flight's on time. Um, and then another one is Larry Narone. Um, and he's actually speaking at host week too. And so he only does airfare tickets and he does a lot of executive things, but what he does um, and they pay him a retainer fee. And so he, is this higher touch. Most agents wouldn't do this, but he gets up like if they're leaving at six in the morning, he'll get up at like three in the morning and make sure everything looks like the night before, make sure that their plane got into the destination. And then he'll send them like he literally sends screenshots of the airport if there's a connection and say, here's how you're going to get to your gate, to the That's gate right. that you're going to. Um, obviously, they can find that information on their own in the app. But I mean, personally, if I was paying a nice retainer fee, I would be really excited if someone was doing that for me so I wouldn't even have to think. So those are some two other options for you too as well, Kristen. And we'll put the links to those uh, episodes in our show notes. Let's see. So we've got another question and this one is from, let's see. Oh, I guess it's anonymous. Okay. So this person is asking, I would love to get signed on with a host agency pretty quickly because I have some personal trips I would like to get credit for. I just booked a cruise about three days ago, and it is my understanding that I can move it within 30 days. Um, they booked it direct with Royal Caribbean. And then um, the other, so there's two parts to the question. The other part is, also, I will need to book a hotel for about three and a half weeks for surgery for my daughter in West Palm Beach. So my question is, are there any restrictions on travel bookings for yourself? So Jennifer, let's start with the first part where we're talking about transferring a booking because it there's two situations that can happen when you're with a host agency is one, it could be something like this where they weren't an advisor and now they want to uh, transfer their direct booking to the host agency. And then there's also if they're moving host agencies and they want to bring their bookings over. So Jennifer, what's your policy and experience with that? So the cruise lines are pretty good about if it's a client or yourself and you're just wanting to move the booking over 
to a host agency or to an agency. And um, it just final payment needs not to have happened. Once final mm -hmm. payment happens, it's done. Uh, generally, that's because they pay. Um, that's when the system sets up to pay commission. So, oh my God, I never knew that. Mm -hmm. So, so that's usually the reason why. And then, um, as far as moving it over to another agency, the cruise lines are pretty good about not allowing that because, well, there's people that will get a hold of bookings and transfer them over, you know, not with permission for one yeah. thing, but also, um, they, you know, it's, it's, it gets into a position of the cruise lines having to deal with, you know, uh, the original host agency and then the new host agency, and it's kind of a tug of war. So they don't get into it usually. And most host agencies in their contract will have that bookings that were in place before someone moves to another host agency are still supposed to stay with the original host agency. Now, that being said, there might be situations that a host agency is willing to move it, or you just really have to know based on your host agency. Everyone's different in the industry. But as a general rule, I would say that if you've got a booking, it's going to stay with your original agency, and you'll just need to finish it up. And most agencies will just pay you like normal, and it's not a big deal. And you can still service your client because you can still call in to the cruise line. And, and so it shouldn't be a problem at all. Mm -hmm. That's that's a great answer. And I think the key things to point out there is that, one, if you're going to be transferring it from host agency to host agency, sometimes it's not easy. Um, but that both host, like both agencies, the agency of record and the one being transferred to need to be okay with it. So always check your contracts when you're signing on, um, especially with a host agency. You should be reading through that and understanding what happens um, if you switch agencies, because especially for a lot of newer advisors, within the first year or two as they find their footing, they may switch host agencies depending on if they've decided on a different niche or something like that. Yeah. So, it, um, you know, it's set up really to protect agents too, because there are, I mean, there's possibilities. Uh, we had um, a long time ago, we had a, a, another agency that was going downhill quickly because they were doing things they shouldn't have been doing. They had pulled a bunch of um, confirmations somehow and had transferred some of our bookings over to their host agency. And it was our agents that were going to be the ones who suffered from it. So luckily the cruise lines caught on, they were able to take care of it and all went well. And that's why it's there. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, there has to be protections in place. Yeah. And it's hard for the, for the cruise line. And, then, and when we should also say this goes not just for cruise lines, but for tour operators, um, that when transferring bookings, this is pretty standard across the industry that as long as no final payment has put on, you can move it just needs to have the permission of both parties. Right. And Royal Caribbean is pretty easy to do. There's a link that all you have to oh, yeah. you can even give your customers and, you know, say someone reaches out and says, well, I already booked it or, or we love it that one of the people in the cruise was like, well, I was trying to be helpful and I booked it because I saw it was available. And you're like, oh no, you know, especially when you were quoting them, they can just go in, right? They can just go in and do a, um, a request and say, I want to give this to my agent and, and that 
you know, it's pretty easy to do. So yeah, and we'll put that link in the show notes as well as the comments. So it's a it's a pretty easy thing. Well, let's yeah. answer the second part of the question then. So about this is like about essentially personal travel restrictions on bookings. So what is with with your host agency? What is your policy for personal travel? Um, yeah, do you, does a certain percentage of it have to be of their sales have to be non personal or? We don't have anything like that. Other host agencies might. But the main thing is to remember that just because it's your personal doesn't mean you can do anything like just pay net or you really need to check with your host agency on what you're allowed to do because, I mean, your contract could specifically say what you're not allowed to do and you could get yourself into trouble by doing something that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. But you really need to know what they're willing to do. And then if you are independent, then... Um, you really need to check with the supplier and see what they'll do. But most of the time you just pay it like normal. And then you just remember that you're going to get the commission. So you are getting a discounted rate. Mm -hmm. And with, let's see. So just to give some people some other ideas of things that uh, host agencies may do. So um, let's see, I've heard of uh, host agencies that they'll allow you one free personal trip, not free, one personal trip a year <laughs> where you're going to, hundred percent of the commission, even if you're on say a 70% plan, but if you're right. traveling five times a year, they're not going to give you hundred percent on all of those. Um, and then like Jennifer said, it's very common. I think every host agency would have this rule that you can't put net payment on your personal travel, which would mean minus the commission. And then, um, the, and then I've heard like, like I mentioned before with the other one that certain host agencies will have it that you need to have based on your annual sales, like after your first year, whatever, a certain percentage of your sales need to be from people other than you. So essentially right. you can't be a consumer that's getting a 15% yeah. discount. Right. Um, and Jennifer, we had a question come in. So um, Nancy is wondering if a booking is transferred, does the agent receive the normal commission? It, it should be. Yeah, it should be. There shouldn't be anything different about it. Uh, commission should be the same. Of course, now keep in mind, if you're changing to a different host agency, what is their commission level? We yeah. all are at different levels, right? So if you go to a, uh, an agency that might have a lower commission level, well, yeah, your commission is going to be different. So it is based on whatever your agency is set with the supplier and your host agency should be able to give you that information. So always, that's a good thing to change check when if you are with an agency and you've decided this isn't working for me and you're going to move to another one just make sure you're not going to be taking a hit on your commission levels because some of the um, host agencies do get a higher level and so if you go to one that gets lower your commission would be affected yeah great point and thanks for asking nancy uh, let's see. Okay. So this is from Bob. I love this question. So could you just suggest one group travel promotion that ICs could try in the new year? Thanks for considering my question. So yeah, tell us your favorite or what you've seen out there. Anything that stands out to you? So one great supplier is ALG Vacations. They have a great group ease um, promotion that they do. And as long as you've got five rooms, 
it qualifies. Now you, of course, want to get more, but, um, and because you don't want anyone to drop out and then get below five because five is the minimum, but they'll give you a certain code that you can use on those bookings for that exact trip. It does the client doesn't need to be traveling from the same place. They need to be going to the same destination, same hotel. So say you've got a girlfriend's trip and you want to offer it and girls are coming from all over the country to Cancun and they're going to all get together. That would be a great way of doing a group. And then they're going to get a little bit of a discount because they're doing it all together. So it's super easy to do. And then they'll also um, give you a website that you can kind of give out to everyone to see that you can name it and and it's kind of nice they do that for weddings but they'll also do it for small groups so that's a great a great promotion it also gets people people who you didn't think would want to go on the trip they hear that you know Susie's going on it and oh I want to go with Susie and so it's a great way to build and then of course every person you get into that group is a new customer for you and okay. all their friends and family are a new customer possibly for you. So it's a great way, especially when you're starting out to yeah. build, right? Because it is, the, this business is all about relationships and it's all about people wanting to travel together. So you can start with two people in it before long, you know, it can grow to a, a decent size. So always keep that in mind. Yes, exactly. And then let's see, we've got, um, I think that wrapped up all our questions. So Bob, thanks for asking that. That's fun to have like a specific New Year question. Yeah. Um, now, Jennifer, if people are looking to like maybe want to follow up with a question or if they're looking to learn more about Dugan's Travels, what's the best way for them to reach you? So you can reach me through our website. Um, it's travelathome.com. And you can also reach me at jennifer at dugan'stravels.com. And you can, you know, reach me on Facebook. I'm always on Facebook and also uh, LinkedIn. So lots of ways. And, you know, we'd be happy to answer any questions and try to help. So, and also we do monitor the boards on host agency reviews. So, you know, just right there, you can, can reach out to us there also. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because there's the question and answers tabs that right. you can yeah. you can ask questions on. So um, let's see. Well, um, we have. OK, so we had Jennifer this week. Next week, we have Lori Spears from Lavarte Travel. And then the following week is host week. So um, that'll just be me on there. But again, <laughs> super excited for it. We have about fifteen hundred people registered right oh, now. Great. So. Yeah, it's been so exciting to see like every day there's maybe like 15 or 20 new signups. And um, oh. so if you haven't signed up yet, uh, it's a great whether you're new or experienced, there will be something for everyone within there. Um, so you can go to hostagencyreviews.com slash hostweek uh, to register. And then let's see, um, I think that about wraps it up. So Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge with us today. Thank you. I loved, you know, trying to help. We need new people in the industry. So I'm excited. I can't wait for host week because we it's definitely gonna be a party. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome that so many people are participating in it. So yeah. Well, perfect. Well, have a wonderful weekend, everyone. And we will see you next Friday at 12 p.m. Central time. Thanks.